Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Before we get into the show, we want to tell you about a partner we think you should know about called 1906. It's an edibles company, and they're going to have a really cool limited edition product release at Dick's this year. And we thought that this 12 Days to Dick's series would be a great time to tell you about this. 1906 has teamed up with Tom Marshall to create two limited edition designs called Amphibian Edition. This collaboration was, of course, inspired by Tom's band, Amphibian, which began in 1999. This collaboration focuses on two of 1906's uh, most show-friendly products, Go Beans, which are for energy, and Bliss Cups for happiness. And who doesn't need a little bliss um, every now and then, especially now, leading up to Dick's? So these uh, two limited edition um, designs will be available in 8 to 10 stores in the Denver area starting Monday, August 27th. Each special edition packages features an amphibian-inspired design that commemorates the three-night run and culminates in the Bliss Lounge which is going to be in the lot outside of Dick's both Saturday and Sunday. So if you're going to go to Dick's, come by, see the space, say hello to Tom and the 1906 folks, and get fish-inspired makeup artistry for the show. So to find out where the amphibian editions are going to be around Denver and to get details on the Bliss Lounge, check out Instagram 1906 New Highs. And we'll also put that in the show notes. Have fun out there. 
everybody this is the helping friendly podcast this is 12 days to dicks quick hits um quick hits to dicks whatever you want to call it it's an internet sensation and we appreciate you all being part of it <laughs> <laughs> hey jonathan hey, hey rj it's, it's nice to be a part of this internet sensation with you um 94 it's it, 94 just feels like the first big year for fish. Is that, is that generally true? Do you think, or is that like, just, well, it's when I started showing different? up, so it had to be big for them. It, it was the first big Halloween show. It was the first big new year's run. It was the first time At playing Madison MSG. Square. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was the first Providence Bowie and the only cheers. Should we drink? Yep. I'll drink. I just uh, again. Um, so, Jonathan, what tell us about your '94 experience? Because you got to see them a year before me, and I, I I think that's really cool. Well, I didn't see them that summer because I was seeing another band and doing some things. But um, when I first saw them, it was in the fall, and I saw the Grateful Dead the same week, and I still mm-hmm. wanted to go back because it was so great. And then I saw them several more times that you know a couple more times that year and then booked up a ton of 95 after that and it was time naturally they didn't do spring in 95 because i was ready for them to do spring in 95 <laughs> what with the band the other band that you were seeing in 94 was boys to men no no it was more of a backstreet boys guy okay yeah <laughs> we called them the boys but it was of course the um the, the grateful deads oh yeah i've heard of them yeah um, it's so, a good podcast I could tell you about if you want to. No, I proceed. do want to. Is, is there one? I, I I don't know. Is there one about the Grateful Dead where there's like history and interviews and music mixed together? It, you know, it seems a little cheap for me to do more than just make a joke about plugging it. <laughs> um, you are wearing your Osiris shirt, which is cool. Um, so, Jonathan, 94, we're going to play something from, from the summer, of course. And the fall 94 is something that I know much better, I think, than than summer. But um, summer 94 has a lot of really, really good stuff. What what do you remember in terms of listening or, or just sort of how would you describe where Fish was in terms of jamming between, you know, 94 compared to 93? Well, they were pushing even harder. So 93 particularly August 93 is when you can hear them kind of break through. And instead of just doing short tension jams, real type two jamming is starting to appear. And in 94, it's expanding. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt made a great case for this 
transition and shift in jamming back in the tweezer ex- explorations we did a while back. But um, to me, they're just getting more and more confident and fluid in changing in, in the modulations and the, you know, the shifts and tempos and just throwing caution to the wind to create new music on the fly. Yeah, that's a good point. There, the, there's so many well-known shows from, from the summer of 94, including of course the game hen show from great woods. Um, the big birch show, which was something I remember listening to a lot with like the cavern Wilson cavern tweezer, 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 something else. Um, and, and lots of others, um, the sugar bush show, but this is, um, this show that we're going to feature this sequence from is, is pretty interesting and, and not something that I have listened to a ton. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. A lot of people know that you enjoy myself has the on Broadway teases. And I guess if you don't know yet, I'll tell you, we're, we're talking about June 14th, 1994 from the civic center at Des Moines, Iowa. Um, so that you enjoy myself is possibly more well-known and if you know that we're not playing that, you might guess that what we're going to play is the Gula Papyrus into Sweet Adeline into Digital Delay Loop Jam back into Gula Papyrus. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool um, segment. And I will say that this things got pretty crazy at this point in the tour. They had just come from Red Rocks, come through Kansas City, and this Des Moines show was a stop before Minneapolis and then Milwaukee, which the Milwaukee show would have just been a regular show, except that it was the night of the OJ um, Simpson chase. Right. Right. And, and, Um, and the Minneapolis show has a really, really outstanding purple rain, by the way. Oh, nice. I want to say that's a good, good plug. Um, (laughs) I I was going to point to the following night after the Milwaukee show, the six eighteen ninety four Chicago with the divided sky that Trey has told the story about before of, you know, feeling like he was floating and crying on stage and stuff, which is cool. Um, but let's get back to, to Des Moines, um, because who doesn't want to get back to Des Moines, you know, um, oh, it's, there's that old song about it too. I don't remember it, but no, there is one. Uh, <laughs> Tell us about this, this sequence, Jonathan. <laughs> so, um, it, the Gula, it starts out, seems pretty standard, standard, great, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but then they get to the, the, the ass festival break and, and, they instead of resuming Gula, they they step forward and without mics they do Sweet Adeline. Uh, we tried to bring that up a little bit so you'll be able to hear it. Um, and then when that's done, they resume with their instruments. But instead of going to Gula, they play a digital delay loop jam, which is short and intense. Like mm-hmm. it's oh, it's intense. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> and then. Maybe I should be a fly. They just he just finishes the song, and it's it's terrific. It's just it's a nice, it's a real nice segment of music, and um, I think it's a good way to go with this tour without pulling out one of the deep deep Bowies or something with like a Bowie mind left body Bowie or something like that, which we should do at some point. Yeah, that's really good. Maybe not today. Um, that was so digital delay loop jam. I think people, some people might confuse that with Dave's energy guide or some other kind of like weird thing that happens with electronic devices. But this is a different thing that play. They played only, they only use this jam, you know, 10 or, or so times. Um, 
the last time was in the middle of a scent of a mule at the, the Great Went show that you saw. That's correct. They so, also they, cool. they did it that one time um, in, uh, in Providence. They did right before the beginning of Bowie and in the, the tweezer that's on a live one. Um, Hang on. Oh, drink. drink. Yes. And in the bomb factory and basically every time they do it, it's an awesome show. So let's just, let's just let you listen to it, but tell you that this is a really cool show. And thanks Jonathan for choosing this to get us to kind of back to, back to Des Moines where we've always belonged. <laughs> I think that's how the song originally went, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, I have not, but there's I some outtakes that. of the yeah. sessions. And So guys, thank you all guys and gals thank you for listening and, and tuning in and we're going to keep this going up to dicks and we're going to get into 90 summer 95 tomorrow which contains many many long boring tweezers and other stuff that we will talk about also i will be fighting rj on the next episode <laughs> we're going to bring you something awesome tomorrow from 95 but um enjoy this enjoy this 94 and uh we'll talk to you soon thanks jonathan thanks rj what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Tall. She took my free, she fucked me fall. This is 
Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. 